All right, uh, we're back for another week. Yeah, here um, we are again. Yeah, if uh, if you're hearing this, this is uh, a solid. The, the cold open actually made it into the into the podcast, so <laughs> that'll be good. It's me, the first solo adventure of the uh, of uh, re- of editing for for me. So. Wait, 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 the cold open as in the sound check we just did. No, as in this proper cold okay. open. We're gonna yeah, we're, good because we uh, yeah. yeah okay yeah. I don't think the public needs to hear some of the things that were going on. During the yeah, check, let's, so. let's 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 uh, let's stop that and, uh, and we'll we'll jump into it in a second. <laughs> This is the Dave's You Know. We are the Dave's You Know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. All right, well, uh, if you're hearing this, um, you did the damn thing successfully. <laughs> so, uh, how was your uh, how was your weekend, Luke? Um, the weekend was was good. Uh, I've had a, a odd 24 hours or so here. Um, not this is this is actually I think I've I think I've made a problem for myself. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, a lot of people are listening probably interface with me on Twitter a fair amount. Um, under, under the rubric of, you know, being a good punk rock guy and trying to kill my idols, I, uh, I, I kind of dissed Dennis Miller and it kind of blew up. <laughs> I didn't and, see that. Um, I somehow gained about 3000 new Twitter followers in the last 24 hours because of that. <laughs> I am screwed. And they was... all, they're all like super people with like super like wholesome normie profiles. Like my name is Mark. I'm a father of two and I love craft beer, um, which is all, which is all great. But like, I'm, I'm worried these people are going to be like bitter disappointed after about a week of my usual just tirades yeah and, and... i real i just realized today i didn't really see you all on twitter at all today i was wondering why that was so you... i laying low just laying, laying low. low man both you and martin have gotten have, have <laughs> had that happen in the course of the last year right where martin had his uh bowing out of russia or voluntarily leaving the russia tournament where he just lost tons of shit You've had it a couple times now where you've just had crazy tweets go viral. Yeah, and, and of course, it's always one that has a typo in it or something <laughs> like that. So 50,000 um, times. Yeah, so my my last in February, I did this absolutely bizarre mega thread on, on Taco Bell and Arby's, and that turned into an article for The Baffler somehow. It was amazing. Um, I remember I think we recorded a podcast right around that time. Too, yeah. So that was so, fantastic. So um, I, I don't know what to make of this. So if you're one of the 3,000 new wholesome normies who's listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. Welcome. I'm gonna, well, I'm welcome gonna to the fucking madness. Yep, yeah, welcome yep. to the madness. Exactly. All right, well, that's... Let's transition from uh, that to what uh, the shitty thing that happened over the weekend. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the. Uh, oh, also, we just wanted to give a shout out to Margaret. Apparently, Margaret listened to the podcast. Hey, Margaret. We're going to shout out you out earlier right. in the podcast this right. time. As opposed so, to, actually, Margaret, you can actually turn it yeah, off. Yeah, feel free to turn it off. We'll, to. we'll answer your question in a little yeah. bit, but yeah, right. feel free to turn the shit off if you want. We'll probably tr- check back in in about 69 minutes. Yeah, or so. I was going to say, we'll get to your husband's dumbass question <laughs> at about minute 69 for sure. <laughs> so. so. All right, well, let's talk about what happened. Uh, we Woo! went down to Kansas City. 
Yeah, you were and there in the flesh. I was there in the flesh. Yeah, I took the bus down uh, the Death Loon Express. Uh, if you have not ever done that, I highly encourage. Highly encourage the Death Loon. They're very fun. Uh, you meet some of your best friends. Um, that's actually how I met my wife was on the Death Loon Express. I've mentioned that many times. See, um, I- yeah. So and and it's you know. But really good fucking barbecue. So yeah, that true, was the highlight of the, of the trip, obviously, was the barbecue and, <laughs> and all the burn, free beer. Burn ins on Monday. Burn, yes. Yeah. I, I, posted my, I posted my picture of my meal on uh, on Instagram on uh, Monday when we were coming back, and people were giving me shit for having burnt ends. I was like, dude, you can only get them on Mondays. Exactly. Like, I can go, I can go down there. I go to Kansas City tomorrow <laughs> and get the fucking ribs if I want. <laughs> or a Z-Man. Like, I've had that shit before. I've never had the burnt ends before. So And, and it's kind of appropriate off. because uh, Sporting Kansas City kind of turned Minnesota United into a smoldering they pyre. charred the shit out of them. Charred burnt ends. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, drank a bunch of beer. Hung out with some cool people. Uh yeah, so wasn't there? I heard there was some shenanigans with the seating there at. Uh, oh yeah, so at, uh, Children's Mercy so or whatever have, the name of that park is. Yeah, now. I believe it's section one thirty four yeah. is dedicated to all the away fans, and we had about seventy five or so. I want to say maybe eighty people total, um, and they asked in the entire section. It's a small, it's a small sliver of a section, and then about uh, twenty minutes into the game, after Minnesota had scored and it was kind of going back and forth, security comes down and basically says we need to take the first 13 rows for some youth team or whatever. So they moved everybody up from the very, from the very front when we were very loud and we, Minnesota travels down to Kansas city very well. And we get, yep. we get lots of credit. We, we are very loud. We sing the entire 90 minutes and I think there may be, uh, they don't like that so much, but yeah, so they came down, they basically like, you guys all got to go up. You know, I was, I was staying far enough up the section. It didn't really matter for me, but yeah, they packed everybody, crammed everybody into about 12 rows. Uh, and, uh, and then, yeah, then like no one sat in those seats for the most Come of the entire on, game. Sports. So Come on. Yeah. So there was some, there was some funny shenanigans there, but whatever. In the end, you know, you go down to Gansey for barbecue. You don't go down there to watch a good soccer match from your, <laughs> from your team. So. Although, I mean, is, I mean, that stadium is kind of the, kind of the template we're kind of trying to follow here yeah absolutely um, them and yeah them and like providence park are the two probably that are have the most influence on what minnesota united is trying to do with allianz so if you've never if you've never been out of kansas city i've been on there many times um mostly for loons games i was actually down there for the 2013 mls cup that's right uh, buddy of mine had uh, had an extra ticket so i took off on a friday and called in sick to work and nice drove down to kansas city <laughs> and froze my ass off and uh oh that was the one that was like yeah it was like 20 degrees Ooh. yeah so i froze my ass off and, and this, i was actually in the south end um wasn't in the cauldron um watched the uh penalty kicks against uh, real salt lake so that was back when sporting kansas city was in the east yeah, uh, for the you know, two or three years they were in the East. <laughs> so yeah, and I've, so I have never been. I've heard very good things about um, the U.S. teams play. The U.S. plays Gold Cup games there normally, or or other yeah, international friendly. So I've heard it's great for U.S. Uh, matches. Good. Just not a really great spot for for the Loons, man. I'm just yeah, well, gonna, uh, they've been outscored. What I think yeah. it's like eleven to one in the course of the last like three times they've been to Kansas City. Well, I mean, this goes back to when we were in an NASL club and we got. Uh, U.S. U.S. Open Cup draws down there. Yeah, the, the last time they, the last time we beat Kansas City in Kansas City, I believe a Minnesota soccer team. They were the Wizards. <laughs> so Ooh. it's been a while. The Wizmeister was they still were, the mascot. Yeah, they were the Wizards uh, back then. <laughs> so that is uh, that. It's it's been a while since we beat uh, Sporting Kansas City in in Kansas City. So. Let's talk a little bit about the game. We don't have to delve too much into it. Yeah. This might be a short podcast. If you don't have a, we actually have a match that presumably this goes up tonight or, or first thing tomorrow morning. We're not going to preview f- fucking FC Cincinnati because fuck 
the you know, foosball club in Cincinnati, right? I don't really it's, care. Uh, Mitch Hildebrand's still in goal for them, though, right? I don't know. Okay. I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out, yeah. <laughs> I who have the, not been who following. The, who the fuck knows? Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. feel like he moved on. Oh, okay. But I, you might be right. Again, I could be I totally mean, mistaken that. I mean, we could we could literally do some research right now, but I'm just, yeah. I don't want to do that. So. Um, so best moment of – so for me, I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. The best moment of the trip was Monday getting uh, K- uh, Casey Joe's on the way out of town. Hell yeah. Honestly. Uh, we got there <laughs> like 1045, and uh, and – I didn't really explain to Anna that like there will be a line and that people will be lined up for this. So she wanted to go for a walk around the block. I was like, okay, that's fine. And we we get back in. The line's like snake turns almost out the, oh, almost out the door. Yep. She's like, I didn't realize that there was going to be a line. I was like, I, I could have told you. I didn't t- tell you. So yeah. it's, that's not really on you. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, so that was fun. Um, but for the KC, baby. But yeah, for the actual proper game itself, um, I mean, obviously, I think the only the only good moment of this game was Tyrone Mears uh, with his absolute stonker of a goal. Yeah. Um, two minutes after that, you know, Minnesota goes down early as they are wont to do, um, and then you know Tyrone Mears comes down, acres of space, acres yeah. of space, and I, you know, the, that's part of the part of the reason they have that is because all Minnesota can do is play the ball out wide, and and uh, shoot shoot the ball, you know, pass into the, into the box. And so every single team now they know when Minnesota's countering or Minnesota is, is trying to put pressure on the ball that they just put people in the box. They don't need to worry right. about that. So you absolutely need a goal like that. Tyrone Mears goal. Um, you just need, you need to take those shots. Like you need Darwin Quintero taking those shots. You need Mears, T.A. Sullen. You just need, you need somebody taking those shots because that's going to pull out the defenders uh, for the future right. and give Ramirez and um, Ibarra the space they need to work down there. So right. did you have anything else that was the best moment of the game? Well, okay, uh, so I'm, I'm going to be a bad fan here, but uh, just in pure in terms of, like, narrative and, like, you know, what we what we enjoy sports for, I, I got to hand it for this kid, this Juan Curzane, 19-year-old Academy product, gets subbed in at about the 17th minute, and um, shortly thereafter gets his first career uh, senior goal. Yeah. Um, homegrown so, player. Yeah, and he looks like he's about 12. So, he does look very um, young. you know, congratulations on your testicles dropping, young man. <laughs> um, and also, I was at uh, I was at Nomad with Jim Oliver and our turn to him. says, like, doesn't Juan Curzine sound like a rejected George Lucas character name? <laughs> like from one of the Star Wars prequels here. So I, I, I hate to say one of the best moments came from, came from an opposition team, especially one that has uh, kicked us in the nuts so many times. Uh, but in terms of just, you know, sheer Cinderella story, kid from out of nowhere um, factor, I, I got to hand it to that part. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that the worst moment of that game is because we just, like, worst part of that goal was just you saw absolutely saw it coming. Um, yes. I mean, that's, that's gonna, we're just going to jump ahead. That's the most, my most what-the-fuck moment of the game. Is yes. Alexi Gomez just, I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He, like, was behind the play, tries to come two feet, uh, foot like two-footed tackle of Graham Zussi. Graham Zussi just... And he's and he's flying in for it. So Graham Susie just sees that, just pulls the ball back a little bit, yeah, and then just w- walks right yeah. around him. And it was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Alexi it was Gomez? embarrassing. So there was there was maybe a ten minute window where I felt like we had a chance of maybe smashing and grabbing a one one tie. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, and then that second goal came in around the thirty third minute, well, and it was just yeah. Well, like I want to say in the twenty third, twenty fourth minute, there was a uh, Kansas City had a um, had a corner kick. Uh, Coleman cleared it, or right. was cleared. Coleman hoofed the ball downfield. Perfect pass to Ramirez. Like he Ramirez is the only one who gets to the ball. He gets fouled at the top of the box, and you know for the dangerous free kick, Minnesota has a chance. We almost felt like yeah, that was. And then there was another time too where 
Darwin Quintero was uh, another uh, sort of counterattack, basically, which again keeps you know, keeps reminding us that this is a fucking counterattacking team, even though he doesn't want to play it like that. Yep. And Car- uh, Darwin Quintero's running down the field, just fucking go like, hauling ass. Uh, he puts a pass to Alexi Gomez, and Alexi Gomez just I don't know what he was trying to do with the ball. He had an open yeah. net. If he just takes a shot, you know, he passes the ball across, he takes a shot, he tries to like, like have a, a I don't know, a side like medium touch. It's not soft. It's definitely a lot harder than it's supposed to be. And uh, Fern- uh, Fernando um, is able to recover, and we get right. nothing out of it. So and. And then, and then you're right. Like ten minutes later, they score that second goal. So. Yeah, and tell me, if, tell me if I'm wrong. Isn't for not Gerson Fernando or whatever this guy's name is? Isn't he the one that we've actually sort of clowned on a little bit in the past? Um, like we've actually like made some moves on him out of anyone in KC. A little bit, yeah. yeah. The, the, the I think the kid you're thinking of is uh, was oh a, was a loney from oh, uh, yeah he's not on the team anymore. Another Brazilian loney. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. But Fernando has was has been on the has been on the pitch when we've when you know Ibarra and Ramirez have yeah. have done some work on, he on fucking, him. So. He fucking nutmegged one of our guys. I couldn't quite make out the numbers on the TV, but yeah. in our box, it just it just felt like. Was, yeah, uh, just rubbing salt in the wound at yeah. that point. Yeah, <laughs> but so yeah, for, I mean, I guess then you know we could talk about some of the other crap moments of the game. The first goal, of course, was just terrible. A lot of crap just, moments. Just a really terrible uh, turnover um, for no particular reason. Mears, you know, turns the ball over. Abara can't get to it, and he, I, he again one of those things. Is it's 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 not even so much the execution as it's just it's a mental thing with these guys. Sometimes you know it's like. Either you either boot that ball across the field, or you tr- you turn and you hit it upfield. You don't hit it back across towards the middle of the pitch, kind of putting the ball a little bit over Ibarra. Like I, what 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 is? I don't understand what that does. That all you're going to do is you're, you're going to put Ibarra in a position where he's going to get. You know, if he gets that ball, he's going to get clattered and, right. and and run over by somebody. Um, best case scenario there is you get a free kick, but worst case scenario is like you're just going to turn that ball over and you're going to have a the Soloy has had a any at the top of the box. So I had you know acres of space again, and he just turned and put a another you know hell of a shot as well. Yes. Um, I mean, honestly, to be fair, like Malia probably should have had done better with Mears' shot. There was nothing Shutterworth could do. Shutterworth didn't even move. Like I, I was rewatching the game today, and Soloy turns. He takes that shot, and, and Shuttleworth is like literally he's on his back heels. He's he can't even he wasn't even prepared to yeah, to I, do anything there. I, I don't feel like Bobby made any massive mistakes or really misplayed no. anything. It's just the just the sheer barrage coming at him uh, as a matter of statistical probability. Some of those are going in, and yeah. that's how it went. And he made some great saves early in the yes, game too, for sure. Yeah, and also I mean maybe I'm wrong here, but I had the feeling that KC was basically playing their kind of their B squad against us. They definitely um, had, some, yeah. They, I mean, so. Russell, Russell wasn't out there. I mean, they did. They had most of their starters. Um, the, the 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 thing about KC is that they play a, a system, and everybody on the team knows how to play in that fucking system. Right. So right. You can you can mix and match people. You can bring right. people in. You can you can you can play a, a guy who's been sitting on the bench, a nineteen year old kid who's a, in your right. development from well, your I development think two academy. Two out of their three subs came on and it scored within like 10 minutes of coming on because the goal number four came from that Diego Yeah, kid. Diego Rubin, yeah. So, who's like another, I think he's another academy product for yeah. this, isn't he? So, yeah. So they, God, I mean, imagine that. Yeah, imagine. Imagine, having <laughs> imagine what academy. that feels like. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, no, it was, it was just, it was all around just a, a yeah. not a great game. I yeah. mean, I will say, you know, the, um, the traveling fans were uh, top notch again, as always. They always are. Um, Dark Clouds and Teeny, you know, came and, and brought sure. it. Um, <clears throat> Ninety minutes of singing it was fantastic. Good uh, tailgate was great. Um, the sport that you know, the, the Cauldron 
you know, we give them, we give Casey a lot of shit and all that, but those are generally some some good uh, people down there in Casey. They're, they're very welcoming. They're drink ninety drink, drink type yep, fans. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. Okay. So yeah, and then, you know, the Bucks said the bus was great. Um, again, I would just really, I mean, the the bus coming back from Chicago is awesome because we got that crazy win. <laughs> like it was like hotter than shit, but like I would just like yeah. to take a bus back from Kansas City after we've, you know, just beaten the hell out of Kansas City because I think that'd be a fun bus ride back. So we have to wait on that for for a little while. Although there's another. Uh, another bust down to Kansas City in August. So if you haven't been on the bus, okay, I can't. We talked about this. Martin and I talked about this last year when we both took the bus down to Kansas City beginning of the year last year, towards the beginning of the year. And I just can't, I can't say enough how awesome um, the bus trips are. Uh, and this time, we actually made the smart decision to stay in Kansas City for the night. So we, yes. so yeah. I mean, it sucks because you had to take Monday off of work, but whatever. I wasn't gonna probably get shit done on Monday. Anyways. Who really wants to go to work on Monday anyhow? Let's <laughs> exactly. be honest. Although to be fair, I went to work. Uh, uh, today and i was just kind of hung over most of the feeling, day feeling a little wobbly <laughs> yeah well i'm yeah. so much wobbly just like god my office is really hot and <laughs> sweaty and i feel like i'm sweating why, out beer why does it smell like chicken soup in here all day <laughs> yeah i'm like i just yeah. i'm like i feel like i'm getting like meat sweats again <laughs> oh, and god. beer and it was one of those one of those so meat sweats for a week yeah yeah that's, that's visit friendly kansas, kansas city. city meat sweats for a week damn you should, should put that on the uh on the fucking sign in and out of town yes kansas city meat sweats for a week <laughs> um all right so a couple other things you got to do we got to do our official scorecard uh, yep. for match rating um you know he uh, referee to find job both of those yellows on maximiano were totally totally legit and i can't guy, argue with any yeah, of that so okay um but but because i'm convinced all refs must die so this ref <laughs> i'm gonna execute and we're gonna do this pretty gently here yeah that's right we're, we're gonna put him in a hot air balloon and we're gonna send him over the rocky mountains but with not quite enough fuel to like actually get him over the mountains uh but we'll we'll, have, we'll let him have some good booze in the basket <laughs> there and he'll just kind of you know all right yeah and so, you're so in, the, in your in this Scenario, by the way, like I'm, I'm presuming it's just next man up takes the takes the whistle for the next game. So like, yeah, eventually it's gonna get to you. Yeah, there there'll be like nobody left on earth who like even <laughs> vaguely understands the laws of the game. And yeah, at some point, eventually it's you. Yeah, so okay. you know, okay. and I'll Fair just enough. have to figure my way I want to go. I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe a ne- naked sexy people avalanche <laughs> kills me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> naked sexy people avalanche. All right, that's how I want to go out. Um, Cool. All right. So next for you to do for our star of the game, yeah. there was not a lot uh, to work with here. Slim Pickens. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Minnesota side, obviously, and I want to stay in the Minnesota side. I'm going to say Brent Coleman. I, um, everybody who listens to this podcast knows I have a, a I very much love Brent Coleman. Um, he was the only bright spot for me. Like con- coming in, considering he could have come in with being very rusty. He's only this is his only his fourth, his fourth appearance. Uh, in the, it's this season. His only his second start. He easily could have been. It could have been rusty. It could have been. And it could have been a shit show for him. And he stepped in, um, played really well. He had some really great clearances uh, early when the game was still, you know, uh, close and we had a shot. Um, again, mentioned that ball to Ramirez that was great. I think he's the only one. Um, you maybe talk me into Shuttleworth, but uh, and it's really it's it's really <sighs> sad saying you know a four one loss. Yeah. Your cent on your central defenders was the best player on the pitch, but he definitely was. <laughs> right. And I, I put a lot of that actually that uh this match on Ibsen and Schuler who did not acquit themselves very well um for me. So fair enough. I, I'm gonna come out of left field. I'm gonna say Pangop. Okay. Just, just because I finally got right, to see him come running out on the field, and, and I, there, that's our Pangop. Yeah, was that's, that? And I, I could not point to a single play I recall him making or doing or yeah. anything. But at least he didn't like embarrass himself. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, you he, know, he didn't poop his pants. He out did there. not shit his pants in public. Yeah, so, so good. Uh, 
How good. Was, Japan got the experience. Good. Was, uh, yeah, you know, ele- was, electric. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a solid <laughs> five out of ten, maybe okay. a four point five. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So the next Freddie Adu award for the shittiest player of the game. Woo! This now talk about uh, the opposite of Slim Pickens. Boy, you could pretty much an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, right. Um, you know, the two that stand out for me, basically, it's like the it's. I consider one because it's the guy who left and then the guy who came in for the guy who left, who subsequently <laughs> got, got his ass to- tossed off the field. Uh, Gomez had an atrocious game, yeah. an absolutely atrocious game. We talked a little bit earlier about he had a wide open net and he just missed, and he just, I don't he fucking whatever, um, had that really terrible uh, tackle that he tried that was just completely missed. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I thought he probably missed worse on that tackle than he did on that shot that he didn't actually take, which is saying a hell of a lot. Um, and then, of course, Maximiano comes in. And now, to be fair, I'm, I'm going to say this. You know, we – I rag on Inchi all the time about him not being – like not being tactically sound and changing his tactics. He finally did that, right? He finally – he realized that he was getting overrun in the midfield – and he, there's nothing he could do. So he, yeah. well, he there was something he could do. He could have number one, he could have run out a better lineup to start the match, um, and knowing precisely what Kansas City is going to do to him and what they always do to him when they're in Kansas City. Um, not having a two-person midfield with no like with no true number six out there is just a really it's like you're asking for like to get you know um, whatever fucked in the ass Barraged. multiple times. Yes. Um, but he brought in Maximiano, who you know. You could easily see, like, watching this the highlights again or watching that sort of the, the, the replay, he definitely, like, solidifies the back line. Like, you know, he creates – he's that defensive force. You know, the, the team actually starts to play better. And, of course, he does Maximiano things, and he gets two 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 yellow cards in 15 minutes. Yeah, he's, gets, he's kind and of – And the two his... deservedly uh, – deserved yellow cards. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, there's no, there's no injustice there. He's kind of got his own version of Ibsonity going on. You can, you can see some potential, and then you see some just a lot of what-the-fuck moments. Yeah. Uh, he's, so. he's, he's averaging a yellow card every 26 and a half minutes. That the is pitch. awesome. <laughs> that is, now, if he was like sort of like a Vinnie Jones-type character where we at least got some like just total like defensive enforcement going on yeah. uh, in exchange for all the discipline problems, okay, cool, but yeah. uh, mm, I'm not sure if we're going to get that here. I don't think we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so a couple other things about Maximiano. He set two records. He's, so he's the quickest uh, Mr. United uh, MLS player to ever get a uh, red card. So that's great. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he is the only – he's the first one to ever get a red card without starting the match. <laughs> so – Wow. Yeah, he set a couple records uh, uh, this weekend. I don't, that's, so. like, that's like beyond iron skillet at this yeah. point. We need like a, a, a radioactive iron skillet for this guy. I don't even know Just, what we do, man. I don't know what we do I don't either. even know what we do. Um <laughs> All right, he gets in the line with the referees for execution. I think that at some point, <coughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so we got some other United news. Um, we don't have a ton of United news because it's a short, uh, short turnaround week. Um, Minnesota, obviously, as you as you mentioned at the top of the podcast, they're traveling to Cincinnati. Um, uh, they're playing at Nippert Stadium. Cincinnati will be the twenty sixth member of MLS, but the twenty fourth team playing in MLS, which is the crazy weird MLS rules because they are the twenty sixth. <sighs> franchise granted but they will be the 24th team playing because of nashville oh and miami okay so right so yeah so that's a, and then a fun thing chivas usa r.i.p yeah r.i.p uh. chivas um so yeah so that was announced uh the cincinnati announcement was made last week um so they'll be joining in 2019 you know you talk about you know this will be fun. watching fc cincinnati is, is gonna be fun um just because talk about a sh- an actual short window 
Yes. These guys have an actual short window, not the two-year uh, lead-in that Minnesota United technically have, but they you know, really totally fucked cold, that up. Cold so, open. So if FC Cincinnati t- comes around and turns around and actually puts together a good product, that's going to be very, very damning for oh. the Minnesota United front yes. office. So I'm, I'm – I'm. We'll be gleefully watching <laughs> to see <laughs> what Cincinnati does. And they're have. The, I mean, they're gonna have the same issues. They're they're gonna be building a new stadium over on the yeah. west end of town. It's gonna be two years. So they're gonna be playing at Nippert at their uh, their college football home. So it's basically you know it's gonna be it's potentially Minnesota United 2.0. But if they're if they actually do it better, just seeing what Minnesota United has done, like that again, that'd be very damning for um, Amos and Manny. Oof. And maybe depending on how you feel about uh, Amos and Manny, you might want to be rooting for. Uh, absolute chaos. Ooh. Well, I think there will be. I mean, because Cincinnati had a hell of a run on the U.S. Open Cup last year. Yeah, I they mean, made I it was, to the semis. I was absolutely yeah. cheering for them. Yeah. Um, you know, and if Mitch, you know, I always like Mitch Hildebrandt back when he was our NASL goalie. So let's just presume he's, he's still out of I, I, I think he's there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, super nice guy. Um, so I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I, I think our ranks are getting a little thin coming uh, coming off a road. Trip down to Kansas City, bunch of injuries, bunch of absences. Who knows yeah. what the hell's gonna happen? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know who Mitchell Ben prays for right now? Who? Uh, Atlanta at United. Good. Folks, if there was Luke technical, just had an aneurysm. I just had an aneurysm and I flipped the table over. So if there's some technical difficulties uh, on the podcast, all right, uh, all right. Well, that's. Um, I did see today that Minnesota United is going to be uh, housing a uh, development academy team, and they'll be—I uh, can't remember what the name of the school is—but okay. they're partnering with the school to do, uh, you know, live-in um, okay. schooling plus uh, soccer domestic okay. academy. Just great. That's—I think—that's a fantastic move for them. Yes. Um, you know, I don't know all the politics of uh, youth soccer in Minnesota. I know there there is politics of youth soccer in Minnesota. Oh, I'm sure there so, are. I'm sure yes. eventually when, you know, as if, you know, and I start to have children, like we'll figure that out pretty, pretty quickly. But everything involving kids is insanely political. Mm. Like, yeah, that's right. You have a kid selling Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. yeah. It's like I, I've, it's, I now I know how a low level drug dealer feels, man. It's just wow. Well, that's great because I got to move a, some units, man. Yeah, I used to be a low level drug dealer, so for that worked sure. out perfectly. Good. So that skill set, I can bring it back. That's to right. Use. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Um, okay. Uh, so that's, I mean, unless you have any other United news, um, <laughs> not much. I mean, okay. it, I guess we're kind of getting close to the halfway point and, and this is probably not the episode to do sort of a, you know, uh, halfway through the season evaluation here. I'm looking at Christian Ramirez's face when he got subbed off on Sunday. I'm, I'm reading into it a little bit, but I'm concerned that this is a guy who is just frustrated to tears with yeah. his situation right now. And I don't, I don't know what's going to shape up. You know, the, the, the problem is, is that he's not getting any service whatsoever. Right. Um, which is, I mean, that's, that is honestly, that's the frustrating thing for Christians. Cause you know, we've seen that when he gets service, what he can do Yeah, that, you know, he's, he used to be sort of that hold up, uh, you know, turn and shoot kind of, uh, forward. Um, he couldn't use his head. There's, he had all yeah. these, he had all these, issues with his game he's actually fixed a bunch of those right and he can still do those same things like he can be sort of that Romelu Lukaku sort of take the ball at the top of the box yeah. and turn and, and either distribute or just take a rocket of a shot yeah he's also gotten better with his head um with you know his ability to to use you know the other parts of of his game not just not just being sort of that one-dimensional player um and honestly like we just you know if 
Schuler and Ibsen are, are not having a good game, he gets absolutely nothing from you know yeah. pretty much, and that it goes for Ibarra and it goes for Quintero as well. Like yes. it's not, there's no there's no um, there's no connection between the the back right. line and and the yeah. It's like the, the hole yeah. is actually less than some of its parts somehow. Yeah, which is weird. Um, but he insists on running out you know this sort of four two three one with Ibsen and Schuler and you know. The, that's kind of the also the crazy thing is that you know independently of one or, Ibsen's been on a, a run of particularly bad form in the last few games. I don't know what the hell um, Ibsen is up Ibsonity. to. Ibsonity, but yeah, I mean, but even still, like, even when he was not playing well last year, there were still moments of brilliance where you're like, right. okay, he's. I think right. he might he might be. I mean, he might have to be sort of. I mean, he might need to think about stepping like into like a super sub role where he comes on for yes. 20, 25 minutes at the end of the game to provide something. To provide that craziness, but I just don't know if he can cut 90 minutes, um, especially with the way that Heath wants to play um, versus how this team actually should be playing. Like, Schuler, you know, it's weird because Schuler just looks – he doesn't look good most of the time. He looks no. bad, actually. Yeah. But he also uh, – um, it's he also has – you look at the stats, and he's like – He's like near the top of the league and all these like really important good stats. And you're just like, what is like, yeah, I just don't, the eye, <laughs> the, the, the stats and the eye tests, like they just, they don't match. And right. that is really, right. that's a weird thing for, I mean, I can't remember a player that's like that in Minnesota where, yeah, like, I think that just, we're goes, like, we're just like, you look, he looks so bad, but then you look at the stats and you're like, oh, he's not, he's actually having a relatively well, that's, good year. That's why the stats maybe don't always, soccer is a very hard game to quantify and to break down into these yeah. like empirical units. Um, it's as much art as it is science. And I, yeah. I think you do get a lot of situations where people look great on paper by whatever metrics we've laid out. Yeah. Uh, but somehow the actual product, the way it actually works in the real world, eh, not, not so <laughs> that's, much. That's true. And, he, and to be fair, he, like he's like 10 times better than he was last year. So like, oh, totally whatever he did in that. Finland yeah. worked. It, yeah. it was great. Like, so, you know, it's damning with faint praise, I guess a little bit, but yeah, it's like I don't, he just, you know, I don't think we need to put him out on the ice flow just yet. Uh, no. And, or at least he's not the first in line on the ice flow, but, yeah. uh, well, let's, since we don't really have another game to talk about, <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to fucking jazz this shit up, uh, new freestyle. Um, what, so the summer transfer window opens in, uh, in, in basically about a month, a little over a month. Um, who, or I mean, not who, what do you see? I mean, obviously, I think everything. The biggest one is we actually need a true number six. Yes. You know whether it's whether it's Max Miano or somebody else. Um, what is your what would be your sort of dream signing or dream type of signing for for Minnesota uh, once the summer window opens? And yeah, what you. So, well, I mean, obviously, you know, like we talked about true number six, you know, that we don't have anyone filling that hole. But beyond that, I'd like to see a little bit. You know, we were just talking about how there's no service getting up front. We've got some very potent weapons up top, and they're getting they're getting nothing. If we could get a good, you know, either a box to box or kind of a you know kind of a good creative distributor in the midfield who can help connect play up front and get these guys loose and get them moving around, make some possibilities open up. That's what I'd like to see. And I you know I don't know exactly what are what the prototype for that might be or who's who's even available in that world yeah um you know we're heading right into silly season in europe and, the, and we got the world cup on top of that and everyone's there's gonna be a lot of rising stocks and falling stocks and all that and that's honestly that's almost half the fun of watching the world cup at this point <laughs> yeah <It's>, absolutely <laughs> figuring absolutely. out who's who you know i remember you know last cycle james rodriguez really uh 
Uh, yeah, that's had, right. Had a great had World a Cup in his killer World roles. Cup, and, yeah. And um, I'm not sure what happened to him after that. I don't. You don't hear him around. Yeah, he went to now. Madrid, and then he just really. Yeah, I think he got buried in. Madrid. Yeah, got buried so, in Madrid. So um, ho- hopefully, he got paid though. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm yes. sure he did. So, well, for me, I don't. You know, it's weird because it's just I don't think. You know, if you would ask me this maybe three weeks ago, I would have been like, okay, well, there's probably three or four people on the roster that, you know, that are genuine, like, good MLS starters that would sort of be, un- unless you, you know, blew out the, if you got some dime, you know, some amazing, you know, break the bank kind of, kind of player. I honestly don't, I don't think there's anybody on this roster who's untouchable. Uh, uh, no. In terms of, like, being replaced. I mean, I think there are people, there's, like, Quintero is probably untouchable in terms of being uh, traded away. Um, From a business perspective, I don't think yeah. we can get rid of Kinter yeah. at this point. Um, I mean, at the, I'm presuming that someone would want to take him. Like, I, I just don't. Yeah. I don't think you know. This is all with the caveats. Like, I don't think anybody actually wants any of our fucking players. But right. um, maybe, I mean, maybe Ibarra, maybe Ramirez. And I hate to say that, but you know, I, 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 will I think be... Ramirez. Honestly, I think Ramirez needs a, needs to get a into a different position. He needs to get yeah. into a different team where he's actually going to get yeah. some service. And unless Minnesota is going to do that, provide the the players that are going to, you know, that will, like I said, the. The Mears goal, um, taking that shot is, is huge. If, if Minnesota will continue to do that, will continue to sort of um, make make teams, you know, deal with what they're with that shot, then maybe we have a shot. Maybe that that would be good. Um, but as of as of right now, I mean, yeah, I think the only like the only player that's pretty much untouchable on this roster is Quintero, just because of right. because of the uh, business reasons. Like and you I said. will I will be absolutely soul crushed if we lose Batman and or Superman. Yeah, I would but too. But I'm at the point now where, for their sake, I kind of hope they get a chance to go somewhere else. Yeah, and I hate saying that, but you know, I've followed these guys for years, and I love them, and I I don't want to lose them. Um, but I I just had this absolute sinking feeling when I saw uh, Ramirez coming off on Sunday night, just this look of disgust with the entire situation on his face. And maybe I'm reading something into that, but well, I'm sure. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure we all we we are like because obviously you know. We don't know what's going on in his head, right? So it's right. like we're, sure we're reading something into it, but I, that's kind of the it's kind of the point of of like podcasts and stuff, right? It's like make, make shit up and we're, we're, just, we're just talking, folks. Yeah, yeah, we're just we're, we're just talking. We're just talking, this telling is just the truth between you and me and the lamppost. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Margaret, hi Margaret. <laughs> and Margaret, hi Margaret. Good to see you again. <laughs> um, okay, um, yeah, I mean, and so I guess the, so that begs my second question, um, and I literally just making this up as we go, people. So thank you for indulging indulging us here in this. Um, <clears throat> Heath out? Question mark. Oh, I think uh, he, Heath uh, out it's... two months ago? Question mark. Yeah, I think that question mark is turning into a period, and I think for some people that period's turning into an exclamation. Oh, it's point. been an exclamation point for me for. And I think for some people, it's turning into three exclamation points, and then the numeral one, and then <laughs> three more exclamation points, and then the numeral one again, and then one more exclamation point. Yeah, and then the middle finger emoji. Yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is so okay. Serious question: Is there anything that he can do to save his job? What can he do? I mean, I, and you know, again, I'm presuming this front office is notoriously cheap, um, and have been since you know, and in, to be fair, like Doctor McGuire, it can his this is his franchise. He can choose to run it however the fuck he wants, right? And he has chosen to to you know they're they're be they're very meticulous about when and how and where they spend their money, and I get that, I understand that. Um, I don't know where like. For me, if I would own this club, I, he would been he would have been gone at the end of the year last year. I was, I was just that was unacceptable. Yeah. Um, is there anything that he could do this year? 
outside of making a playoff run, which I think is probably based on what I know about this team, if he makes the playoffs, I'm sure he gets another year. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm almost, almost 99% sure. And I think it's a terrible fucking idea. I think so too. But if he makes, if he <laughs> makes the playoffs, so what, so what is the bare minimum that he can do to keep his job in your estimation? Consider think about what we know about this team, right? So is it, is it, being in contention to, for the last month of the year, yeah, is it is it making it to like say the quarterfi- the semifinals of the Open Cup? Yeah, what, what is the what is the bare minimum that he can do and keep his job? Well, I, I have a different mindset in the front office, uh, sure. just like you do. I yeah. think here, <laughs> I, I I think what would be defensible given the kind of the overall front office culture we have here would be a very deep U.S. Open Cup run. Um, probably semifinals. So you're talking semis, yeah. Um, semis, and then I'd say being just barely edged out of playoffs if we don't hit playoffs. So you got to hit you, for you. He's got to hit both of those. He's got to make an open cup run, I think so. and he's got to be he's got to be in contention for the playoffs for the last yeah. week or two of the year. Okay. Yeah, I think because if I mean, and frankly, I'm concerned. Like if it's if it's September and we are mathematically just so far in the ditch. Well, the pro- that's the problem with MLS and, and their stupid fucking playoff format yes. is that we we will not be mathematically eliminated until that's probably the second or third third last week of the year just because of the yeah. way things are situated. So you know, I, I, I'm you know I'm with you. I if he doesn't win the Open Cup, I and he and he doesn't make the playoffs, then I would I would yeah I would fire him. Um, Right, and then I guess that opens up the I mean, question of who's who's a likely replacement candidate out there right now. I don't yeah, know. I heard. Uh, I mean, there was a. God, I can't remember where I heard it, but there was a some. Oh, it was uh, uh, Leipzig. RB Leipzig was uh, sn- uh, sniffing around about Jesse Marsh. Oh, which I thought would be a, would be a great great hire for Minnesota United. Oh, but for sure. Yeah, he's if he's got if he's getting offers from Europe, and I know yeah. he wants to go to Europe. <laughs> if he's getting offers from Europe, he can come to our shitty fucking team. Yeah. Um. I just I don't. I mean, I don't. For me, I don't think that there is a bar. That is so low that Heath can't moonwalk over that bar and get at least one year at Allianz. I think if this team yeah. went on like a ten or eleven match losing run, maybe, maybe that's maybe, enough yeah, to fire him. Yeah, that's a big maybe. But I still, even with that, I think I feel like this team was committed to a three-year vision with Heath. Um, I'm, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if that's how he sold it because that's how he was. I know when he. Um, when he went to Orlando, you know, with Orlando moving up to MLS, he basically was like, "Yeah, we have this three-year vision of, of getting this team." Right. And I feel like they're, you know, considering that he's got a three-year contract, like McGuire doesn't want to pay him uh, to sit on to the sit sidelines. Up, exactly. Which yeah. that's that ultimately I think is the biggest point about this is that he doesn't want to. <laughs> he's a cheap. I mean, and you know what? Honestly, like, good for him. Like that man made a shit ton of money, and he did it because he was a, a efficient. Tight-fisted. Ruthless, <laughs> tight-fisted uh, healthcare executive. And right. good for him. And I, I love that he bought my soccer team and he's yeah. kept it here. And right. we, we love him for that. But let's be let's call a spade a fucking spade. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I'm, I, don't, I think that there is – there's almost nothing that Heath can do to get fired this year, which I think is really fucking yeah, frustrating and I, as, a, as a fan base. God, I really hate to see us just limping into Allianz next, yeah. year, next year. I think that's going to be – a sinking feeling. I'd rather go in pumped to see if something new is going to happen because if there's a three-year plan, shouldn't there be some progress or some milestones we could be looking to hit 
in the course of those three years. Yeah. Right now, we're just looking at a carbon copy of last year. Pretty much. I mean, we're we're at uh, about one point one two. I believe it's one point one two goals per game or uh, points per game. Yeah. Which is right around where we were last year. Ugh. Um. And you know, the, you know, funny thing is, this team like all off season, we're like, well, but for that first you know month and a half of the yeah. year, <laughs> it's like, well. Yeah, but for my DUI, I would be a fucking perfect, perfect person, dude. So, you know, settle the fuck down with that but for shit. <laughs> you know, like, yep. yeah, but for that time, I uh, gave up a home run in Little League. Like, right. I would have had a perfect game, right. but for. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, we're sitting here mid, you know, midpoint of season two right now. And it feels like we've got the exact same problems we had last year. Um, we're scratching our heads over the exact same puzzling questions. Uh, you know, we do have a DP that's come in. I guess there's been a little bit more movement that way. But as, a, as an on-the-ground club, I don't see a whole lot of progress here, and that's worrying because um, I want to, you know, I want to kick off the, you know, I think the true beginning of this club in the Twin Cities is when we have our own home sure. field at Allianz. So I want to yeah. just kick that off in a big fucking way. Yeah. Um, and make some noise that season and, 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 you know, give people around here, you know, feeling that they got a chance. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Twin Cities sports culture is notoriously fickle, um, you know, and we've often had a lot of mediocre teams that everyone just kind of tunes out after a while because they know it's never going to get better. I yep. mean, uh, T-Wolves, Twins, I mean, there's been some long stretches of bad seasons uh, where, frankly, I just tune them out after a while because I know it's not going anywhere. Yeah, no, that's fair, and which which again kind of brings us back to that first question that we need to make a. I think this team needs to make a big move this summer transfer window. Yes, I, they need to bring in a DP, um, hope, preferably a, a deep a defending a defending DP, right. um, someone to challenge uh, Calvo and Boxel right. and Coleman. Now, um, here's here's my other thought: is Calvo's stock it won't take a whole lot to make Calvo's stock rise enough. In the World Cup, possibly. We saw he scored a goal with his head again uh, in a fr- in the in a tune-up match, <laughs> so, which brings course, me back to the fucking. Of point course that, he does. That that fucking yeah. Martin and I have been taught. We've been fucking. It's like we're banging our goddamn heads against the fucking wall, and like, yeah. why is he not play? Like, why is he not playing in a position that will give him as much opportunity as he possibly yeah. can to put his fucking head on the ball? So we might have a chance to move him at significant profit this summer. Mm. Let's plow that money back in and get someone who's significantly better as a defensive DP of some sort who can, or, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm fine with Tam spending Tam on that, yes. on that acquisition, but I mean, I just, I don't, you know, I, it's hard for me to see the team maxing out our, our DPs. Um, no. So, which is, you know, and <laughs> that's true. And normally where that DP and Tam money goes is in the attack. And, you know, like, you got to think, you also got to consider too, like, you know, we, we kind of forget about this all the time, but like, this is a team that doesn't have Kevin Molino and Ethan Finlay. Like you had those yes. two guys to the mix, and yes. we're t- maybe it's, it's we're talking about a different thing here. But you know, but they're they're gone and they're out, and <clears throat> you know. So I don't know if it's if it's a trade if we need to figure out there, but there's not too many more uh, Minnesotans on rosters in MLS that we can go get that are going to be uh, no. impact players. So like, no. um, you know, there's only so much. I mean, Colorado's a shit team. So there's only so much stuff that we can get from Colorado, we, right? Yeah, we've I taken mean, almost been, all their best parts. Yeah, we've been robbing them pretty well. I guess that's <laughs> the one thing we can point to is uh, we usually get the better end of deals with Colorado beyond yeah, that. I there's don't... not too many other parts though for Colorado. Yeah, I so. think they're they're getting pretty much stripped down to the wires. Here, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh 
Anything else you wanted to, to talk about? You know, nothing nothing major today. I think we're sort of in a weird kind of liminal space right now where, you know, World Cup's coming up and the MLS season's going to sort of slow down a lot. And Minnesota's in this weird kind of holding pattern of mediocrity right now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and who, who knows where we'll be two months from now. We might have be having very different conversations. It's kind of, no it's kind of weird. Like, almost every MLS team plays two games in the next, like, week. Uh, Minnesota United play, or in this, that's just in regular games, like right. not Open Cup games. Minnesota doesn't play any MLS games in the next, in the next, uh, like almost what? Well, yeah, the next game again. The next yeah. actually Minnesota games, the the twenty third, the one in Colorado, which I'll actually be at that game nice. as well. So if you're out in Colorado, come say hey. Um, you know, buy me some weed. It's totally cool. Um, <laughs> Wait for the edibles to kick yeah, in right yeah. around halftime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, well, you know, I try to space it out so like it hits. <laughs> so I get to, and if, so speaking of um to traveling, you know talk a little bit about this. Like we were out for the Colorado match last year and the Centennial <clears throat> um, 38, those guys put on the best tailgate I've ever Oh, really? Had. Oh, it's it's like five bucks, all you can eat drink, beer, soda, water. Nice. Um, food. So all you can eat food. So oh. they have like a, someone, like a food truck comes out and like, Shit, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So last year went to Casey, Chicago and uh, Denver for their, uh, nice. for their uh, way matches. And, yeah, by far the best uh, the best tailgate was the Colorado the cool. Colorado tailgate. So if you get a chance cool. to get up to Colorado, I would highly recommend it. Um, number one, it's just a, a fun fun city. Weed's legal, and uh, and they have a really <laughs> awesome and they have a really awesome tailgate. So so you know it's going to be a mediocre game, but maybe you just won't care. So yeah, that's kind of what happened last time. I mean, we um, we. Uh, had that one one draw. It was the first points that we got. Oh, that's right. Uh, ever. Oh my god. <laughs> or away from home. I mean that so. that is that is one away game where I would expect us to do something. Yes, absolutely. Something worth writing home about. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but we're grounded until then. We are pretty much. So. Yeah. Well, we got this. We got this game against FC Cincinnati. So yeah. so um, there'll be some programming notes too. Just wanted to let everybody know I'm gonna be gone. Well, actually, Martin Martin will be back next week. He's actually in. He's out in California doing his big boy job. Um, He's a big boy. Wearing his big boy pants. That's right. For Wells Fargo. So, um, I, I, I thought it was Schmelz Schmargo. Schmelz, Schmelz Schmarg, Schmargo. Yeah. Schmelz Schmargo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he'll be back next week. So, next week, um, Martin and I are going to do a World Cup preview. So, nice. we'll recap the Cincinnati game. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> to be, TBD on whether we uh, recap Cincinnati. <laughs> do we um, even bother? Yeah, possibly. But yeah, then we're you know we're thinking about maybe doing a World Cup preview. So maybe we'll cool. see if we get some guests. And if you're free, Luke, maybe if you want to come down, I we might do pop on in. Picks. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll go down. I think we'll be back down at Fitzgerald's. Um, all my favorite bars in St. Paul are closing. So oh, it's brutal right now. Yeah, the Muddy Pig is. Oh last my night, God, we're tonight. losing them all. Yeah, the Ward Six, my like, best Reuben I've ever had yep. in my life, just shut down. And fabulous Ferns, where I basically spent my entire twenties. Yep. Because uh, I lived across the alley from them. Yeah, for sure. Woo. So yeah, it's not a not a great time to own a bar in St. Paul. So good luck on that, Wes. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wes, <laughs> we're we're counting on you. Yeah, buddy. exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, so programming note. So yeah, next week will be World Cup preview since we don't have a game. Um, I will be gone. Actually, I'm going to be heading to Iceland uh, in basically Ooh. a little over a week. Uh, Iceland, who's gonna be in the World Cup? Okay, for the yeah, first we'll, time. we'll be in Reykjavik during their yeah. first match. So we'll be oh, that's gonna it. be hyped. Uh, yeah, in, in Reykjavik. Oh my god. Uh, then so we're coming back and then uh, heading. I'm heading straight to Colorado after that. So Martin, dang, will be uh, co-hosting. Maybe Luke here. We'll know. We'll see sure. if we can get someone. Um, so that'll be week after next. I'll be pre- previewing the Colorado match. So 
that is uh, that is your programming notes. Um, let's jump into uh, some scores from last week, yeah. and we can do some picks because actually I didn't even make my picks. So, uh, <laughs> um, all right, so we're gonna freestyle it on the picks. So too. That, yeah, so yep. last week. Um, yeah, so New England. Uh, so there's like about three games that happened midweek. Uh, New England and Atlanta. New England um, hosted Atlanta. It was a one-one draw. New England's not as shitty as I thought they were. No, I be. thought they're they're decent at home, man. Especially at home. And uh, Brad Friedel, he I don't know. He's figured he got the lead win thing right. Yeah. He figured out what to do with New England. So yeah, yeah they're uh, kind of scary. And, and um, that, honestly, like their home field feels like one of the most miserable places in oh, America. Oh, yeah, the Gillette Stadium. Oh, it's Ugh, terrible. Oh, God. Um, midweek that. as well, Chicago went to Philadelphia and lost 3-1. to one. Crunch. Martin got that one correctly. Yep. Uh, in this uh, final midweek, uh, sorry, midweek game, um, RSL hosted Houston Dynamo. <clears throat> Houston Dynamo obviously on the road, so they suck. Yep. Uh, and I picked that one correctly. Sure uh, do. RSL won one, two to one. Our Friday game was FC Dallas and LA Galaxy. Uh, FC Dallas went on the road and beat the Galaxy three to two. This Dallas team is no joke, man. And considering the second half of the year they had, I was really worried about FC Dallas. <laughs> right. Um, they just had, like in free fall, and they're they're playing this year, man. They're okay. Playing, so okay, we'll see if it lasts. Yeah. Um, speaking of Colorado and going on the road, Vancouver went oh, to Colorado God. and won two to one. Yeah, of course. Uh, we both correct, correctly predicted that <laughs> one. Uh, Portland hosted the LA Galaxy. Uh, they uh, drew one to one. New England uh, again beat the Red Bulls at home two to one. Red Bulls are a, a pretty good team. Yeah. Um, NYCFC beat Orlando City three to nothing at home, and we both predicted that no one. No surprises there. Yeah. No. Uh, this is probably the game of the week. Uh, Columbus three, Toronto FC three. That's. I I'm starting I. Like that. I we're, we talked about this a little bit last week, but I'm really starting to worry about Toronto and Seattle. They are. Oh, I I think they've they've lost some of their vital energy. They are um, not good. There's there's a communist plot to steal their precious bodily <laughs> fluids, and uh, yeah, it's starting to show up in the results here. Yep. So, so yeah. So three three draw in Columbus. Uh, the Impact hosted the Dynamo against Dynamo on the road. So that is <laughs> no. a loss to the Dynamo, even though it is the Impact. Talk about a battle of the shitballs there. <laughs> That's Holy a bad game. Smokes. That is a uh, terrible yeah. game. Yeah. Atlanta United hosted Philly in the, on the weekend as well, and uh, Atlanta United won three to one. Brutal. I predicted that one. Yeah. Uh, FC Dallas hosted LAFC. Uh, 2-1 victory to FC or to, yeah, to FC Dallas, mm. um, which I had correctly there. Uh, Chicago hosted San Jose. San Jose can't beat anybody but Minnesota, of course. And Chicago won 2-1. to one. And both Martin and I had that one correct. Uh, RSL hosted the aforementioned Seattle Sounders. They, again, are not great right now. And they lost 2-0 to RSL. Um, I predicted that one. And, of course, both Martin and I predicted Sporting Kansas City beating Minnesota United FC. We both had it like three nothing. We did not predict a four one score. Oh so. really? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it was. I knew we were gonna lose. Yeah. But I was thinking it was gonna be more like two zip, something like that. But, yeah. Mm, four one, giving up four goals is it's a bitter pill. Story. Yeah. One can only hope. So all right, let's get some picks for uh, oh, this yeah. week. There's eleven games. Um, as I mentioned, Minnesota United is the only one that is uh on the road. Um, Philadelphia versus Toronto FC. Philly at home. Toronto FC uh, reeling. Um, what do you got, Luke? Uh, I'm actually I'm leaning towards Philly on this one. Okay. And until Toronto shows some signs of riding the ship a little bit, and I know in my preseason I'm like these guys are invincible, uh, so I, I've I've jinxed them. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna take credit for that one or the blame for that one. That's fair. On I mean, both both about. Toronto and Seattle have played the last two years have met in the final, so they played the most games. 
of any teams in MLS. They had the Champions League uh, last year and this year. So, yeah. you know, maybe it's just, you know. Just I feel like, like they're just, they're running on fumes. You know, and I don't. Like, Chicago, like the Blackhawks in, in, yeah. in the NHL and some other teams, have, if, like Pittsburgh this year in the NHL, like they just, you play enough games, you just run out of steam, man. Yeah, so. for sure. Okay. And I, are they going to be depleted by World Cup call-ups as well, I think? Well, or? you know. Josie and Michael Bradley and oh, oh, that's G- Giovinco oh, that's did, right. make, did make all of their internationals are not on uh, clubs that are or yeah. teams that are going anywhere. So luckily, okay. they're not going to be de- decimated. Mind. Yeah, decimated by it. Yep. All right. Um, NYCFC hosts Atlanta United. Uh, that should be that yeah, might be, be a fun uh, fun game. Um, I have NYCFC winning that game. Yeah. Um, what do you got? I, I agree. I, I think I don't think Atlanta's going to get past them on the road. Okay. Columbus hosts the Red Bulls. Hey man, there's some good stuff. That's good matches over good in the game. Eastern Conference. Dang. All right, I have Columbus winning three to one against the Red Bulls. I see a potential draw on that one, to be honest. Maybe okay. like a two two. Okay. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps go to Orlando City. I have that as a one one draw. Uh, yawn. Yeah. No, I sorry, agree. Orlando. Orlando yeah. City goes to Vancouver. My bad. So. Oh, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, <laughs> exactly. it's gonna be a. You're, I think a one one draw is exactly yeah. right. Um, FC Dallas hosts the Montreal Impact. I blood have bloodbath. Yeah, four nothing. Yeah, absolute bloodbath. Uh, Chicago versus New England. I have, I have New England stealing stealing this one on the road. Yep. Uh, maybe a three to two score. Uh, I I see a potential smash and grab as well. Sweet. Uh, Houston Dynamo versus Colorado at home. That another should be a bubble bath. Four nothing to the Dynamo. God. Um, one team that might be worse than Seattle is DC United. I have uh, Seattle Sounders beating yeah, DC United at I, I home. I think they'll get right against DC. Yeah. A little um, bit. Portland hosting Kansas City. I think. Sporting Kansas City might uh, might steal that one. They had a they played a particularly bad game against Columbus the week before us. Okay, and uh, it was a zero zero draw. And I think Pete Vermees righted the ship against Minnesota. And I think they go into Portland. Portland has been really hit and miss this year. So either they play really really well or it's kind of a kind of a crapshoot. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Portland's actually gonna come right side up at home on this one. See? Although I do think Peter Vermees is some kind of evil. Genius. I mean, he's he's really good at calling his substitutions. Yes, he is. God. Yes, he is. What's, what what does that feel like? I don't. You know what? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know? yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? <clears throat> um, San Jose hosts LAFC. Uh, I have a two one win for LAFC. Although for sure. they will be missing um, Carlos Vela. Um, obviously, he's playing with Mexico in the uh, uh, World Cup. But I think I still think LAFC LAFC has too much firepower for First, San Jose. I totally agreed. Yep. Yeah. And then LA Galaxy hosts Real Salt Lake. I have the Galaxy winning that one two to nothing. Uh, I'm gonna go with Real Salt Lake. I think they're uh, they're having a nice little run right now. Yeah, and, uh, Real's been sneaky good this year. Yeah, too. and and Galaxy certainly is not the Galaxy of old sure, right now. Sure. Um. So until someone shows me different, I think it's gonna be RSL. All right, sounds good. Um. All right. So now's the point of the show where we uh get to the questions. Uh oh. Um. Pulling up the questions here on the old tweet decks. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> uh, Subrek uh, Jorge asks, I'd like to know why Born With a Tail thinks soccer is a real sport in this country. Otherwise, I think he's a pretty cool guy, but soccer, <laughs> come on. So th- this is actually another Dave. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's, he's another Dave. That's excellent. Um, and he actually was in the very first punk band to come out of Wiper Lake, Minnesota, the Scrods. <laughs> um, so I, I, can't, I can't diss this grave too hard, but he, <laughs> he is a full-blown, like, old-school, angry grandpa soccer hater. Nice. Um, so all I can say is, dude, soccer is fake and wrestling is real. Okay? <laughs> That's all I can tell you here. That's the best. That is the best. Oh, awesome. All right. Um, 
So the attachment, Colin O'Donnell asks, why did Texas Zeller have to ruin the premium content that included my accurate note on how a 4-3-3 neutralizes a three-man attack? Sorry, Colin. I was I was on the bus. I was trying to get some some hashtag content. That's right. Um, for uh, for all of our Patreon uh, subscribers, which we'll talk about that in a sec. And I just I honestly I fucked up the, the his, <laughs> your side of the audio um, when I moved it, the stuff around. Number one, I didn't open the open the template in the way I wanted. I suppose oh. supposed to open it, so I had to like mash the the intro and outro music in Got there. It. And then when I did that, I think I uh, just accidentally like deleted your audio <laughs> uh um, which you, you were correct man you had some very you had some very good content on that's, that uh, sounds like some, to... some real deep thoughts there yeah wow. we we talked <laughs> a little bit about barbecue and then a little bit about minnesota united so, okay um so yeah so I, my apologies i will i will be better at uh uh at this in the future so um so the cribs uh andy schletz asked uh this is Hi, Margaret, again. Hi, Margaret. Uh, my wife, Margaret, wants to know what kind of fertilizer I should put on my grass. What is the only kind of beer you can substitute in a rum hams? Uh, does Alexi Gomez appear to be a Randy Moss play when I want to play type player? Ooh. The hell. Love, Andy. So that's a lot of questions. Let's tackle those. Um, fertilizer. One by one. Fertilizer. What kind of fertilizer? I, that's a good question because uh, I don't have a ton of grass. So I don't. I wasn't really planning on fertilizing anything here's, anytime here's soon. Here's the secret: your, the, what do you got? the blood of all the referees that I <laughs> the, execute. It <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds about right. I would say uh, compost. I sure. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, we can't help with that one. <laughs> Us homeowners are not hey, very uh, good hey, at it. Hey, Andy, do you remember to dethatch before you? Uh, uh, I, I honestly, I don't get it. I've been a homeowner for a while. I still don't get it. You know what kind of fertilizer you should put on your grass, Andy? You should just take all your fucking grass out because grass is terrible. That's true, and, actually. And uh, yeah, come by my house. Just and make see, a giant my rain garden. Yeah, yep. giant rain garden is the way to go, man. Then you for don't sure. have to take care of it. They don't have to mow. It's got to weed a little bit occasionally, you know. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. man. Yeah. So. Whatever. Fertilizer, no fertilizer, get rid of your grass, uh, save the world. <clears throat> uh, what is the only kind of beer you can substitute in a rum hams? There is literally no other kinds of yeah. beer you can substitute in rum hams. Yeah, a rum hams it. is literally a rum hams. Um, I guess if you get if you get into a pinch, maybe a grain belt, a I was premium. Gonna, I was going to say you could have a Schmitz, and then you can have a rum Schmidt. Uh, Schmitz, there you go. Yep. Or a Schlaps. Uh, uh, Ooh. Uh, uh, How about a Blatz? Blatz. Rumblatz. Rumblatz. Rumblatz is what happens after you drink the <laughs> rum hams. Yes, exactly. So if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, I, we do not recommend it. We highly, highly uh, do not recommend potentially doing toxic. This. I think you yes. should consult, consult your doctor. Yes, definitely. Before mixing any anything else into it, make a rum ham. Yeah, but I mean, in a in a in a tight tight pinch, you could maybe do something like a, like I said a. Uh, a PBR or a Schlitz or something like that yeah. might work, but I'm, we're, we very much, very much uh, advise against you'd, it. So. You'd better be doing it because you've been like kidnapped by Wisconsin terrorists or something. Yeah, yeah. and they're like forcing you to yeah. uh, forcing you to drink it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, you better have a damn good excuse, Andy. <laughs> um, and then finally, the uh, from Andy, the does Alexi Gomez appear to be a Randy Moss play when I want to play type player? Well, that would presume that he was good, right? Um, <laughs> and could like dominate yeah. a game when he needed to, yeah. which I guess we haven't seen, and would potentially moon opposing fans. Yeah, which a- actually I'm kind of warming up. <laughs> I mean, if he can deliver those kind of things, I, I can I can overlook an awful lot. Sure, sure, uh, yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. You, you know, you, but you appear that you want to be actually good at your job. So I don't, I've, I've not seen anything from Alexi Gomez that shows me that he appears to want to be good at his job. <clears throat> so does any does anybody on this team seem to be especially well motivated? Um, 
I mean, are you actually talking about iron skillets? Like, do we need to go out to well, play and iron skillet the shit out of this team? Yeah, well, I almost, I mean, I or, or some positive motivators. Like, hey, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Ibarra always tries his best. I think I think he's always out there hustling. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if that's but, the case, then this is, I don't, you know, here's the, here's the thing. If that's the case, then this is something wrong with, like, the front office. Yeah. If yeah. <clears throat> these players are not able to get up for a game – you know, like <clears throat> some way it's on them, but it's also like, what are you doing to get these guys ready if, if they're not yeah. if they're not showing up ready? So we, we need some soccer Cialis here, is what we yeah. need. Yeah, <clears throat> and then so my voice is going. I was yelling and screaming all week, so we're gonna <laughs> wrap this up real quick. All right. uh, Todd Kai asks, how was the barbecue? Um, well, the barbecue was obviously amazing. It's Kansas City. The barbecue yeah. is always amazing. So that is a uh, we're gonna do very good, very good. At- <clears throat> um, all right, so. Let's tell you where we can find us. You can find us at uh, Um at TDIKMN on Twitter. You can follow me at Texas Zeller. You can follow Martin at Regular David. He's had some really some borderline offensive loons content recently. Yeah, he's yeah. There's, was, there's a little bit of reversion to the mean here. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to offensive <laughs> loons coming back. Uh, Luke, where can they find you? Uh, I'm an <clears> at <throat> born with a tail underscore. You can join three thousand other <laughs> join, very join wholesome the, normie people. Yeah, join all the normie dad bros. <laughs> Uh, who are now following Luke Craig. Yeah, we got a lot of wine moms um, who are I following want, me now. Yeah, <laughs> wine moms. Um, I want to shout out to our uh, Patreon, too. Uh, we yeah. just started that uh, last week, and we've already got, you know, I think four or five people signed up. I really appreciate everybody who ends their uh, their uh, Patreon amount, their monthly contribution with a 69 in, in the end. Well, duh. Um, you obviously did it. Yo, uh, hell Luke, yeah. Uh, Colin Solberg did it uh, on the bus. Uh uh, do uh, donated two dollars and sixty nine cents nice. uh, a month today. So listen, <clears throat> we're not making any money on this podcast. Actually, honestly, like Martin loses money on this thing, um, and we need to buy some new mics and stuff. So I want to make sure that we can yeah. at least give him some money so that we can take care of that. Um, and, and folks, remember, you, you don't have to do it in just uh, sixty nine cents. You can also uh, pledge uh, four twenty a month or six sixty six. Six sixty six. Yep. Th- um, these are also excellent pledges. I mean, if someone wants to donate sixty nine, sixty nine. Oh, someone wants to go for sixty nine, sixty nine. Uh, I think. Uh, listen, we permanent uh, co-host status yeah, at that point. Pretty much, yeah. Listen, <laughs> and, and we're gonna get some. We're gonna get some. Uh, we are still chatting about what the what the you know extra bonus stuff will be. Um, but I have some thoughts on some like cool bonus stuff that we could do. Yeah, uh, definitely some co-hosting if you want to get your uh, hands wet and some podcasting um, experience. Uh, it's really fun. So, so yeah, so that's all coming. And I want to say just you know thank you to everybody who's already done it. Um, encourage your friends to do it because it's what all the cool, nice kids are doing. So, hell yeah. So, awesome. All right. Well, uh, Luke, thanks for hosting again. Hey, thanks I for re- having me. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, we are the Daves You Know. This was the Daves I Know. Good pipe To try and work it out because we both know we can't do nothing at You do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Do the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. Uh, we, we do our thing, son. Son, 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 son.